you're watching Of Hillsand and Mason Whitlock's Withering Heights miniseries here on BBC One. Before we resume our scheduled programming, we'll have a message from the Prime Minister celebrating the enduring heart of Londoners and the vitality of our academic and financial institutions, as exemplified by the enduring artistic heritage of Shakespeare returning to the Old Vic despite all ongoing crises. My clock tells me they should be on break now, but that there's been no disruption to what I've heard is an incredible night out at the theatre. Monocle comes out of the smoke. The smoke changes the color of uh, his suit and becomes a purple two-piece suit. He... As he finished spinning the guns, he rolls over a hat atop his shoulders and throws it in his head and he starts shooting. Anyways, I just started shooting. I was about to say, do you mean, do you mean that he's going to start blasting? <laughs> started blasting. <laughs> and I started blasting. You know, I always got them pieces on me. As they always say in Britain, the normal British phrase. So, as he starts blasting, he shoots down the, the smoke alarm and he disappears again into the smoke. So, we're going to have a boost home advantage plus three and you're going to have a hinder of soak it minus one. And there's also a glancing blow on, uh, I'm going to say John Doe. You can feel uh, as you basically you have to dodge as he's shooting in your direction. So that's one damage going your way. And uh, as this is happening and people go into panic mode, you can hear him saying, Mr. Travis, you should leave now. I'll cover your retreat. I hate him. I got the pictures, but I hate him. <laughs> so it's now John Doe's turn. So monocles in the smoke between us and the door. Yeah. I've got the camera. John Doe puts the camera strap around his neck, spins it so that it's on his back. Make sure it's tight so it won't go anywhere, but not too tight as to make him pass out. And he is going to try and roll in and give Monocle the old one-two. Aka, my opening blow. Aka, I'm going to try and hit him for my max die. And I'm going to cash in a plus one bonus on this roll so I don't have to deal with the penalty. Okay. Hey, that's not too bad. An eight. He rolled a fucking nine. Yeah. So tell us uh, how you're going to one to him. So John Doe leaps into the smoke, looks up at Monocle, and just tries to punch him square in his perfect Dev Patel face. Yeah, but uh, he just heavy attack interrupts you, and then he starts tapping you back, and he grabs you by the shoulder. And uh, using the impact of your second blow, he throws a motherfucker against a motherfucker and throws you right at Berserk here. How could he do this? I'm incensed. I'm insulted. Also, that's 12 damage because of the boost. Ouch. That's 12 damage towards Berserk here as you are going to be thrown against them. Ow. That's so much. Crap. I got nothing because we're in the green zone. Yeah, can I? I, I, I think I would like to use my defend action to de defend Bezerkir. Since it's precognition, I feel like that kind of makes sense because, like, you know, we've kind of talked about it as 
Johnny sees a lot of little possible things and then they kind of narrow into what's happening. So I think he could probably see that right before it happened. And then maybe like sort of like basically position Bezerkir into more of like where he'll still get like they'll still get hit, but it's more of a catch rather than a just a person hitting you in the in the full full in the face. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think you get an insight that, uh, oh, my God, it's like two unstoppable forces coming at each other. Some motherfucker is going to be thrown at another motherfucker. And these times we might be on the receiving end. So yeah, I think you might be prepared. And uh, yeah, you might be taking something as a precaution. To <laughs> I hate Monocle more than I ever fucking have. There's a hand. If he shows up in a goddamn tank top and jeans next time I see him, someone's going to have to hold me back. He is stealing my bits one by one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a seven. So tell us how you managed to slow down John Doe so that uh, it's not the full blow that gets to Berserker. I don't think I really managed to slow John Doe down. I think what I actually do, because am I standing next to Berserker? Sure. Then I think I just, we just see Johnny's foot kind of slide out and pull, like not, not, it, it almost looks like a sweep the leg type motion, but it's not because it just kind of slides one of Berserker's feet out just a little bit so that their knees are kind of bent and they're have like in more of a catching position. And as Johnny does it, he just goes, hands up. It's just, it's kind of, I think, startling enough that Bezerkir is able to have their hands up ready to like literally kind of catch the weight. Just so, I mean, it's still going to hurt, but it's not going to be as impactful as if it was just fully a motherfucker being thrown into a motherfucker. So, John Doe, who do you hand off to? Hold on, I'm, I'm grappling with the raw rage of this dude stealing my bit. I'm going to hand it to Highwayman. I think that's probably smart. He's got the big old meaty brain. See, the problem that we're facing here, because of the thing that I said, because I, I decided to lean into the hubris of this, is that I don't have my big gun, so I am lacking one of my primary sort of assets for any combat situation. So this is going to be a lot of Highwaymen trying to think through it, I think. So how about you try to make a boost this action? That is you finding some kind of antiqui antiqui gun decorating the smoke room. What are the chances that there's like an elephant gun in here? I'm probably high. I would like how would I how would I resolve finding an elephant gun? I would say that is gonna be a boost. And then when you use it is when you use the elephant gun. I'll use load. Uh, so I got a five and a three are the boosts. Uh, plus two and plus one. So uh, plus two are going to be the elephant gun and plus one going to be what? Monocle's British. I think if he sees me taking a piece of antique decoration off of the wall, he would find that distracting and potentially upsetting. I'm going to call the plus one. Wait, that's an antique. <laughs> okay, so describe us how you find this gun and what you do to get it working. I do think I said canonically, Johnny has a, has their, has his uh, like sidearm concealed. So I do have that. And I don't, I can't envision him being the kind of person to go anywhere. If he's going to have a firearm, he has probably like a, just a small kind of maintenance kit just to kind of make sure that, you know, if he, does get into a scrap of it, just like, you know, if it misfires or whatever, which is not likely, but just in case he would have something to kind of like be able to 
kind of tool it together in the middle of a combat situation. He's like, I think kind of ducking through, like after having moved Bezerkir into this catching position, he has tried to kind of duck into the smoke himself from using it for cover. And I think he's at first just looking around for anything that could be useful. I mean, I think it's, it starts out, he's probably looking for like a fire poker or something like that, just something that he can use as kind of a, a weapon. And he is kind of crouching and moving through this smoke and trying to like looking around as best he can. And he sees a lot of like, you know, big oil paintings and tapestries. And like, there's like a suit of armor that he like, we see him stop at for a second and he like thinks about it and he's like, no, it's stupid. And then he looks up kind of next to this suit of armor. There's a fireplace in the room and he looks up and above it on this, like on this mantelpiece is in a, like a case mount, like a glass case mount. There is this old elephant gun that is still looks like it is fairly well kept up but still like shining and that sort of stuff and very mischievous looking grin kind of spread across his face and he reaches up for mantelpiece grabs this case smashes it on the ground grabs this uh, elephant gun he pulls out this little maintenance kit and pops the gun or like gets into the gun as best he can i'm not sure i don't think that it's not like a shotgun it doesn't separate in the middle so he just like pulls out some tools and gets this thing ready and within just a few seconds he has it at least to the point where it could fire and i think what he's doing in this case he just has just some stuff that he can use as essentially pellet shot because i don't think he has any single slug bullets that would be anywhere near big enough for this thing so he's just loading pellet shot into it and getting it ready and uh he is looking for monocle to kind of get a beat on him so that he can go after Monica in the next go. Okay, so who do you hand off to? I really hate the name Timeout. I don't like that at all. So I'm going to hand it to Hardman, which sounds like a Hideo Kojima name. So people start leaving out of the room, coughing and complaining about their clothes being wet. And as you two stop outside following Monocle, You see Monocle standing guard over the clerk from the city and uh, the clerk adjusts his glasses and speaks on a smug Britishness. Now, don't you think I would expect trouble leaving the city for a night out? Well, you should know that you should never go for a night out with the lads without bringing us a few geezers. May I introduce you gentlemen to the worshipfulness of bouncers, the hardest man in London. And uh, yeah, three flat-nosed geezers come out from around the bar and they start clenching their fists as they prepare to stop whoever might be going after their boss in the city. Well, like, you're just gonna say, well, they're just gonna do defense actions for now. They might have the hardest men in in London, but I brought the hardest person on earth. <laughs> you don't have these absolute legends, the lads. Look at the size of these lads. I'm still just fucking reeling from the phrase a night out with the lads without bringing a few geezers. It's the most British thing you've ever said on any recording we've ever done. And I am full. I am completely. I'm shaken to my core. Yeah, it, it like Luna. If you hadn't reacted earlier, I would be very convinced that they that someone had replaced you with a very clever machine. 
my jaw fully dropped. Like I was, I was so surprised to hear what I was hearing. <laughs> okay, so they make defenses. The lads are covering each other's backs. Lads are taking care of each other's mental health, and they hand off to timeout. So you hear a voice coming from inside. So my man here thinks he's coming to a date and he brings out his geezers. And you turn around and you see Denise Frankova turning out her bag into a leather jacket, putting her leather jacket, and you can see the pattern of a red wedge on various patches. And she clenches her fists. Well, it seems like it's not a date anymore, so we don't have to pretend. So, Travis, how about you get closer and you taste my fist and let's see how the city has to handle getting another clerk because you're getting a medieval timeout. And yeah, and she's going to use rich guy tag against one of the geezers. Okay, so that's nine damage going to... The one with the highest defense. Oh my god, and he did not save. So, as she says that, she extends her hand and the spikes of the leather jacket just dart towards the nearest geezer and the other two try to protect this hardest lad. But somehow, the impact knocks out this absolute legend and... That's one hard man out. That's a serious loss for the worshipfulness of bouncers. They are shaming the city and the guilds. And yeah, so she's gonna hand off to Berserkir. So everything Berserkir wanted to do has been done. Is the smoke still a problem? No. Okay, that's been gone. Uh, Berserkir has no idea what to do in this situation. So, fight the hardest men. Okay, yeah. I think that's the only option. I mean, they are protecting Travis, so... Yeah, but do we need Travis? I don't know. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> he, he needs to be alive. Well, and they are keeping him alive, so if you're fighting them... Do we have to fight the cool medievalist? I don't know. She's out to take Travis. So, God damn it, Ludo. Okay. Also, Monocle is shooting the photo of you, so. Actually, yeah, Tag Monocle's probably smart. Like, he stole John Doe's gimmick. Yeah, he already uses his reaction. All right. I guess they will smash Monocle in the face. So did you bring your axe? So, yeah, I think they just summon the axe. And just they look at Monocle, you know, I have no idea what's going on, but you just threw my friend at me. So I think you're the bad guy right now. Sorry about this if you're not, but here we go. That's a seven on him. Okay, and uh, he has no reaction. So yeah, he takes those sevens. So that's seven to Monocle. Okay, so new turn, but you give two. Oh, I got it. It's wide open. Uh, I'm going to go with timeout. So, so Denise turns towards the three of you. Who the hell do you all turn out to be? Wait, I seen you in the papers. You're the freaking cyborgs. <sighs> you know, that is a false narrative put forward by ill-educated folk. 
Well, anyway, I'm here to take out these guys in the name of the Red Wedge. I'd really prefer you didn't kill him. Too bad. That's here what I'm here for. And I have backup. God damn it. Could you kill him at like a later date? Just like, could you keep him alive for now and then we'll sort of let you just do whatever you got to do later? How about this? How about I let you strike this time and then I have to strike them again by Christmas time? And as she says that, a portal seems to be opening and a knight made of green comes in yielding a terrifying axe as she uses her ability the green knight. Okay, that's a D10 lieutenant. Yeah, she was talking with John Doe, so let's go with John Doe. Ludo? John Doe, literally out loud. You're so cool. I know. That's what the Red Edge is all about. We are the masters of punk. We invented punk. But I can't let you kill this guy. Why? There will be other cockroaches like him. That's why I'm trying to use him as bait to catch a big one. And I'm going to grab the Green Knight and try and use John Doe's classic kick to kick the Green Knight into Lazenby. He's not that with two minions. Fuck, he's not a minion. That's right. He's a lieutenant. <laughs> God damn it. All right, fine. Then instead, I'm just going to I'm going to punch the Green Knight as hard as I can. Oh, boy. This is very confusing fight. I got a seven to try to knock out the Green Knight. Is the final antagonist of this entire campaign just going to be John Doe finally just being like, you know what? I'm just going to go be with the cool evil people. I mean, from the point of view of the Americans, that's what happened. I like to imagine there's still American counterculture people like, man, John Doe came through and he was so cool. Where'd John Doe go, man? I don't know. I think he fucked off somewhere in South America. So where do you strike the Green Knight? I roll up and just punch him directly in, in the faceplate of his helmet. Yeah, and you manage to dent out the helmet. T seems confused because you don't have a helmet. So who you hand off to? Monocle is up. Travis, you damn useless failed child. Get out of here and take your man with. As Travis starts running across the theater, Monocle just shakes his head. Honestly, Felix, John Doe, whatever, this is the worst plan that I ever see. And I usually, I just walk into places and say my name. Monocle, shut up. Shut you up. And then he turns his two guns at you as he starts running after Travis and just starts blasting at you. Just from somewhere in the smoke, just like maybe behind an armchair or something, you hear Johnny You hear Johnny just go, yeah, eat shit. Monocle doesn't get quips. He doesn't get witty repartee. Yeah, we, we don't banter with, with terrorists. Seven damage towards Jundo. Well, well, I'm not a fan of that. I can wear it. So, and he hand off to, uh, let's say, Berserker. Question real quick, because we're on a new round. Could I use my reaction to defend John Doe? Well, you didn't attack. Well, yeah, go for it. I think in this instance, Johnny's just going to just trying to essentially throw like a piece of metal to the bullet and try to intersect the, the course of the bullet. I got a four. So it does that to three. Thanks. Okay, so there's 
this is Berserkir's mindset right now. Monocle seems to be running away, but there's also the natural enemy of the Viking right behind them. The British? The knight. Yes, the British knight. And, he, and they're like, oh, gods, what is even going on? Should we just run too? <laughs> I'm going to hit the knight. Go for it. Oof, that's a five. Yeah, but it's enough. So tell us how you wreck his shit. The way it goes is it's just an axe on axe battle and they the the knight parries and but then I just get in his guard and shoulder check the the knight knocking them off balance and uh, into probably one of the walls or pull, pillars or something like that. Yeah, so this MF is playing Elden Ring. Yeah. So here you hand off to I'm going to hand it off to Highwayman. Nobody's chasing Monocle? Nobody's chasing Monocle. Is Monocle like headed out a door that we can see? They are running across the theater. Okay. I'm just going to pop up with my elephant gun and... Jesus Christ. I'm going to take a shot with that. I want to hit Monocle, but I also kind of want to make it difficult to... No, you know what? I just want to hit Monocle. I, I take it back. I just want to. I just want to shoot this British asshole. So I'm going to use spin and shoot. Okay, I got a three to attack, and the minimum was also a three. T deflects the bullet at the last moment, and it grazes one of the geezers instead. So that's only two damage towards him. Yeah, that makes sense. It's all. It's all just kind of pellet shot. So it's probably kind of goes all over the place. You have to hand off it to geezers, and I do. One of the killers is bleeding from the ear. Oi! Lads, get him! And the two of them, they rush towards Highwayman and start throwing chains and chairs at you. That's an eight and a three. Um, I am defending for three. So that's eight damage coming your way. Jesus Christ. It's a lot of it. Sure is, sure is quite a bit. Yeah, you messed up with the geezer. I'm actually already in yellow. I'm immediately in yellow. <laughs> oh, good. Now you have the yellow powers. Well, everyone has the yellow powers, I think, because we're going to advance. Yeah, everyone has yellow powers. The hard man, they hand it to... Let's give it to timeout. And timeout sees you wrecking the rain night. Oh, man. Seriously? You're going to do this. You're going to do this. This was supposed to be the easiest job. We would have put... The fear of the people into those people in the city that think themselves untouchable because England might collapse into the post-apocalypse, but hey, they are useful for international capital. So their ass is safer because the milk snatcher opened the city and he's going to get away with it. God damn it. I'm trying to deal with the milk snatcher and you're kind of fucking it up a little bit. Hey, hey. Okay, computer, this is not Chile, okay? We did not ask you for help. I thought that was the whole thing, to say that it's, oh, we only come in when we are called to intervene. We were! By whom? God damn it, I'm trying my best here. Yeah, too bad that it's the winter solstice. And she tears another page from her sleeves, and... Yeah, it's boosting the Green Knight. So that plus three Christmas Day on the Green Knight. That's going to hurt somebody. And it's going to be 
Winter Solstice plus one for she gonna hand off to Jondo. No, she's gonna hand off to the, the Grey Knight. Why would she not? The Grey Knight seems to be overcharging with power and pushes Berserkir aside as I've compelled by a greater force than the eternal enmity between French Vikings and uh, British lads and re- strikes Jando in the face with as much strength as it can muster. Uh, I'm going to use my reaction as mystic redirection, interposing myself between Green Knight and John Doe a lot stronger than what the knight thought. Yeah, he thinks I put Ringu aside, but you just don't move. <laughs> you just don't <laughs> much. Ah, so seven. So I take nothing. Yeah, so tell us how you... There is this massive attack that is going to Janto and they just say no. Once again, I just block the axe with my axe and just parry it out of the way. And I'm like, you'll fight this with me. And yeah, it turns around to you, and then does not understanding how how you keep messing up with this. This is not how he understands his role. He's supposed to be here for a one-on-one fight. What is happening? This is very confusing. So it's your turn now. Yeah, I'm going to continue with the calling out the Green Knight, and I'm going to use frontline fighting on him. Just basically get up all on his grill, or his whatever the faceplate's called in medieval times, I forget. So that's eight damage, and they're going to have to go through me if they want to go through go to anybody else right now. Yeah, you wreck their shit. Their face is just nothing. It's just been crushed into full concave mess. Brambles and metal. So who do you hand off to? I want to hand it off to either Hardman or Monocle, but I know they're just going to target Highwayman. So maybe I should choose Highwayman first, see what they what he can do. I'm going to hand it off to Highwayman. So Highwayman, you have two geezers on top of you. You have Monocle and Travis running on the opposite direction. You have whatever the hell is happening with the Medieval Timeout and the Green Knight. And you are pretty sure that there's like two minutes before the show starts. But the, but the geezers are on me, yes? Yeah. Okay. I, I guess I'm going to probably concern myself with that, seeing as they're sort of right on top of me. I'm going to use area alteration to hinder all of the geezers. Well, it says any number of nearby targets. Yeah, and technically the Grey Knight and the Devil Timeout is also nearby. So you can hinder the four of them. Cool. I'm going to do a Highwayman classic, and I'm just going to turn the floor under all of them into quicksand. You're going to do this on the old Vic? I mean, uh, yeah. I don't imagine Johnny feels good about it, but, you know, sometimes to make an omelet, you got to transmute a few eggs. Yeah, go for it. That's an eight. A big hinder on everybody. Yeah, that's a minus three. So who you end off to? I'm going to pass it off to Chondo, because... We need an upper hand of some kind. Let's clean up some antagonists here. So John Doe starts bouncing like a super ball off of the walls and floors of the old Vic and ceiling. So the Green Knight, John Doe is going to slide in under his block and punch up into the armor. I'm going to sign a plus one to that. So the Green Knight's taking three. So tell us how he falls apart all over you. 
John Doe, when he he looks and John Doe sees all the damage that Berserk here's done, and it's very much a drop deep inside the dude's block and just punch right through the torso of the armor. Then as he's falling, flipping over it to kick Medieval Time out, I'm going to use my plus two bonus on her. She's going to take four. She's not taking four. Okay, that's fine. And uh, as you're going to do that, she just raises a hand and your body is covered in spikes hitting you at close range and you take four damage. And she says, Hey, Ludo, uh, not to be, uh, didn't, does Highwayman's hinder affect her? Uh, on this roll, uh, yes. So that's only one damage then. Okay. I will take that. And she's also going to take another one from hitting me. Because when I'm attacked by a nearby enemy, they take an equal amount of damage. You deal each other one damage. So basically, there are <laughs> iron pellets going in every direction. And then I bounce off of that to punch one of the hard men, and he's just and he's just gonna take a three, which will probably soak, but let's see. Yeah, but you know, they go to D6. Take it. As John Doe rolls, wiping the sweat from his brow. Uh Alright. Who else still wants some? And I guess I will pass to one of the hard men. Oi! What are you doing? We're just here to protect our boss. Sorry, just having a good scrap. Well, you did it, mate. And the two of them rush at you. So that's three and two coming our way. I'll wear it and deflect it back at both of them unless someone intervenes. I will, I will also say this. The hard men specifically were affected by that hinder. So that's a minus three on both of those. So that should be no damage. You can't see it, but I'm dabbing right now. I'm currently dabbing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so the problem is the one that took the damage. How much damage she took? So because he succeeded a cell, he gets a boost of plus one. So that's still zero damage. So yeah. So they are two, so they keep flumming around on the sand and it's just sand being thrown around and all the blows, they lose connection. And yeah, it's just three men tangling at each other, throwing sand at each other, causing a big mess. It's kind of a disgrace to this theater, what we're doing. Yes, uh, so the hard man, so Monocle, He's turning the corner as he and Travis are escaping. And he's turning the corner. He says, hey, Felix. John Doe is ignoring him. Catch. And he seems to be throwing uh, towards you another zip. And that is going to be a challenge to stop it. Otherwise, you're pretty sure that is going to ruin your film. God damn it, Cyclops. So it doesn't make sense, it's John Doe. So yeah, no, so there is, now there is a challenge that there is this zip flying towards you. It's gonna cause a lot of damage. Well then, I'm gonna take care of that. You know what? For the principle of amnesia, I'm going to truly throw the wildest reaction I can at this. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to grab one of the hardest men and throw him at the Zippo. Okay, so you're gonna try to use... How is that the principle of amnesia? It's not... Who else would think? Let me just throw this angry British geezer. Let me throw one of the lads at this super science device. Yeah, the flat nose deflection. Go for it. 
<laughs> this is just a oh. tactics reasons. Um, can I transmute one of the hardest men into the softest men? Is that possible? Is that one of my abilities? Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> I got a five. So the twist I'm going to give you is that uh, you managed to do that, but uh, Medieval Timeout manages to elude you and uh, chase after the other two. If you manage to save your photos. You know what? In all honesty, and as long as everyone else is cool with that, I think that's probably not a terrible option. Because, I mean, yes, we'll have to briefly give yet more chase, but Monocle's taking him out to, you know, England. And <laughs> England loves this guy. All right. So who do you hand off to? The hard man. Yeah. And they see Medieval Timeout going out and they say, Oi, stop right there. And the worshipfulness of bouncers try to tackle her. So one is trying to make a hinder and another is going to attack. Are they still hindered because of my thing or was that what, is that a one round thing? They use it already, yeah. So that's six damage on her and uh, a hinder of minus one. She uses her reaction and as one of them tries to hit her on the back as she's running, she manages to hit back by transmuting the spikes of the leather jacket. So she only takes three damage and the geezer takes three damage on the geezer manages. So the geezer gets a boost of plus two, even if he gets that. So you have a mad geezer frustrated that he was not able to they hand off to timeout so timeout disappears and uh, they go after the other two after monocle and travis and you can hear noise above you as you realize highwayman by the our knowledge of the old vic that they are now on the top over the stage and they are fighting each other and she's using an attack against she's using rich guy tech against monocles so that's seven damage towards monocle and she has a defense of mid and monocle uses his reaction so he manages to avoid all the damage and gives six damage to her so basically you can hear the tangling and things she tries to basically pin Monocle, but you just hear the guns going off and you can see a spray of blood coming through the floor doors. And well, let's give it to Hyperman. Yeah, so they have run to the top and they are fighting over the stage where the show is going to start any moment now. Excellent. I've done it. Hmm. I'm getting strong Final Fantasy VI vibes right now. Okay, so wait. Uh, timeout and Monocle are fighting? Yeah. And I will say they both use the reaction, so... Yeah. Yep. I want her to do good against Monocle, even though she is causing us problems right now. I would say Monocle is a bigger problem, and maybe a problem we would have to deal with later. So I'm going to attack Monocle using transmutation and hinder him using my Mindai because I don't like him. So that's what we're gonna do. I think, I'm trying to think of exactly how I would transmute stuff here. I think what I'm gonna do is, he's, what is Monocle carrying as far as weapons? Two Walter PPKs. 
Okay. Is he using them in the fight? What's her name, or is it going to be a hand-to-hand, or are they doing, like, hand-to-hand fight? Both. So, but first, tell me how you get to the top. Oh, that's true. Are they above the stage right now? Yeah. Is there a fly system? I would assume there would be. There is. Yeah, I think Johnny's just going to, like, smack the kind of the the butt of this elephant gun into the release mechanism for the fly system and grab a rope and just, like, sort of launch himself up to this... Is it a is it like a catwalk where they're where they're? Yeah, catwalk and beam. Okay, yeah, uh, he's going to go over to that, and he's going to as soon as he gets up there, or he tries to get close enough to monocle where he can kind of concentrate his transmutation powers, and he's going to he's going to turn. He's going to try and turn the the Walter PPKs into. Is there a risk of if if I were to suddenly say turn something into lava? Is there a risk of that lava dripping onto a crowd? I would feel bad about that. Uh, well, yeah, also lava and wooden beans. Mm. Yeah, that's a great point. I would like to turn Monocle's clothes into, I think, just a bunch of metal. I think I want to turn it into a bunch of just a little bit of a bunch of metal plates. And like they're I think they're just generally like they'll look sort of like scale mail, except for that, like the scales are uh, probably fairly sharp and therefore could cut him. That's how I'm going to justify the fact that this is also an attack. So that's that's what we're going to do. Okay, go for it. Uh, So I got a five for the attack and a four for the hinder. So that's a minus two scales and four damage. For the hinder, can I pitch the title? Think of the children. <laughs> Take off the children. <laughs> okay, so minus two. Take off the children, and uh, he's at thirty-one now. He's on the yellow. Who you hand off to? I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna give it to Bezerkir. Yeah. Okay. So I look at John Doe and I ask. So we need Travis alive. Correct. Monocle seems to be protecting Travis. Yes, but he also is trying to shoot us and break my camera. Okay, but Travis is important. Okay, so I'm going to do, I I guess this is going to be an overcome action. I just want to grab Travis and get him out of here. Yeah, that can be an overcome action. So I'm going to use my my leaping. And what else can I use? I don't think close combat because I'm not doing combat. Imposing, I guess. Or no, I'm going to use magical lore because I'm trying to jump up there really quickly, grab Travis and get him out. So would principle of mastery come into play here? Yeah, because this is very expert. Just like wimp, double jump. Yeah. Come out of the window, continue. Wow. Wow. (laughs) That's a 12. Yeah, you do this extremely cool thing. You just get to the stage, you just jump, and they just look on your direction. They are tangling, fighting each other. Denise is biting Monocle's hand, trying to get him to drop his gun. And they just look as you just, without slowing down, mid-jump, grab the bald man, and break through a window. You don't even break it, it just opens it in precipitating your approach by magic and without any disturbance, you land outside 
hit a trash can, make it roll over, and uh, yeah, and you manage to land down with Travis. And the man looks at you, oh well, you have my thanks. I was not aware that uh, theater critics were also superheroes. Uh, yes, theater critics, yes. Uh, I moonlight as a, a superhero every once in a while, yes. Uh, she's not going to be far behind you. We better get out of here. Good idea. And uh, he turns around and down the street, and there is a young man that is coming out with a pile of papers that uh, he's piling out some kind of brochures to distribute outside of the theater. And he came on a red bicycle and he shoves this guy aside. Get out of the way, you loser. And steals this guy's bike and starts pedaling away. Okay. Uh, next turn, I'll help the guy up and apologize for that. <laughs> so who do you have left? Who is left? Monocle is left. <laughs> Monocle. And a Monocle and Denise, they look at each other and they just separate and start and jump out of the window. And they see Berserk here that is now alone and Monocle presses his watch and you can hear a car riveting in and a Lotus S1 comes out, destroys what was left of the bean and Monocle dives in and tries to run over Berserk here as he starts racing after Travis. I, I do need you to, to real quick give me another take on that line by Travis. I need you to say, get out of the way, you wanker. Because we're, we we got to lean into the British, the British stuff. A British person would never say loser. <laughs> That's the thing. Travis is not British. He works for the city. That's the thing. They open internationally. He's American. Mm. Gross. I misunderstood that. Yeah, it's mm, gross. Yeah, no, they would say loser. Gross. I use my reaction this turn. Uh, yeah, so, uh, pa, 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 pa. so he's gonna use. Uh, I don't think he did. Oh, goddamn. So he's gonna use a view to a kill. Goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna get on the car plus two. He's gonna hinder you plus two. So almost run over. And still, and he's gonna attack for two damage. I don't know how you want to play this, but that does nothing to me right now. Uh, well, yeah. So basically, you get out of the way. This is why you get the minus two. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're gonna be run over with the car. What do you do? I grab the poor kid that was knocked over, get them out of the way, and just. And he's more on his thirties. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I get the guy out of the way and just dodge, and the car barely grazes me. I knock off a uh, rear view mirror, side mirror, or whatever. Yeah, so new round. Well, I'm gonna remove the hard man. They're gonna be no longer relevant for all intents and purposes. And gonna hand off timeout. Oh man, he's getting away. Hey. How cool would be if I summoned the Green Knight again and rode the top of it? She's asking. Uh, 
Circuit is out isn't out the window. No, no, she comes down and uh, and she's still up there. Oh, she comes down and she's she sees the Lotus S1 going away and goes, oh, man, uh, can't you kill him? Like after we blackmail him, like, is, would that be good? Or is it too late now? I think it's too late now. Never mind. I, 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 I don't know. I, I have I have very I have no idea what's going on anyways. <laughs> I was just told we need Travis alive, so I may have to stop you. <laughs> you look cool. Why are you with the cybernetic? Mm-hmm. They seem nice. Uh, they're a bunch of wonkers. They're posers. They just want to replace one Yaraki with another. Uh, isn't that the everything? Uh, I don't care. Well, huh. I don't want to give up now. <laughs> but I also don't think I can race after them. So let's see what these do. And she starts staring pages at random, trying to construe some mystical power. So she's basically get, doing an overcome because she cannot do anything now. Oh, four. So she's going to skip her next turn. So she basically opens a portal and disappears into the portal. So she's going to skip her next turn. And she hands off to a berserker. Uh, great. Now what? Uh, <laughs> I... You here with this birded guy with the trash had been... Timeout just disappeared through a portal. Highwayman just ran... A uh, highwayman. Monocle just ran out on his lotus. The Travis is going ran away in a stolen bicycle. Do we just cut and run now? <sighs> I don't know. I kind of want to see the show. <laughs> it's like, uh, hmm. I have absolutely no idea what to do, and neither does Berserk here. Like, all targets are gone. The, yeah, basically, the only stakes here are if, if she manages to kill him. Then the then the blackmail is off. That's the only sticks left. Yeah. Problem is, is I'm not a speedster, so I I don't know if I can catch up to them either. Well, you are mystical, so if she uses the portal, you can also use it. Oh, okay. I guess so. Is that an overcome? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you can hijack the portal to teleport somewhere convenient. Yeah. That could be the minor twist. It's like instead of her losing time, it teleports her. I go with her. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess you can try to go follow up on her. Yeah. And uh, I don't think any. Maybe this is my destiny. Maybe. OK. Yeah, because they're trusting that. Well, I'm just going to step on this portal and I know I'm going to get on the right place. Uh, that's an eight. Glad I clashed in that plus one. Yeah. So that's a success. So you step into the portal and uh, you are on this kind of mystical realm that seems like a twisted version of England as you are traveling to. And she seems exhausted by maintaining this and she just turns around you and what the fuck? So who you hand off to? I'm going to hand it off to John Doe. So John Doe, <laughs> you, you look outside with everyone else that has been looking this from the windows, and you just saw what happened. What do you do? God, nothing's ever easy, is it? And John kind of sighs and starts running and jumping and doing his John Doe crazy bouncing, 
to try and he's not trying to catch up but he's trying to make sure that hopefully this dude is smart enough to get like into a police station or something someone who's legally obligated to protect him <laughs> a military bo- cord in something John Doe is just following to make sure that happens I can intimidate him anytime I just need to make sure he survives for it yeah, and you are seeing the Lotus approach the, the red bicycle and it does not seem to be slowing down. And then you realize, as Travis realizes too, and starts pedaling in panic, that uh, Monocle is going to run him over. Then, with that, I'm going to try and drop into the Lotus and start fighting Monocle in his car. Go for it. God damn it. As I'm landing, I'm just, God damn it, Monocle. I'm going to use my opening blow just to use my max die, and I'm going to try and bounce his head off the steering wheel. Wow, that's a garbage roll. A three. Yeah, uh, I don't even know if he has reaction. So yeah, it's very much of a wham. What are you doing? Let him go. Yeah, uh, as you're doing that, he just presses a button. He really forgot how this is done. And... As you're landing, the seat where you landed just ejects you. So that's three damage to you. Also, he takes three more. I'll take the three. And I want you all to know that as he's going up, it's just that perfect panel of John Doe just staring out into the middle distance and just sighing. <laughs> yeah, the, as the ejector seat was flying, it just kicked me in the face. Uh, and then I guess I pass. Highwayman will figure something out. He's the smartest one. I am afraid. So, Highwayman, what you gonna do? That's a great question. Um, A lot of stuff has happened. I need a quick recap of the situation uh, as it relates to me. I just turned a man's clothes into metal. That's the last thing I did. They run away. They are now in not pursuit. Berserkir and Timeout are on a mystic portal, and... uh, John Doe was jumping after the the two of them escaping, and uh, Travis is on a bicycle, and uh, Monocle is on his Lotus, and Monocle seems to have turned on Travis. Oh, we need Travis alive. John and Bezerkir are both going after timeout? No. No, John is trying to stop Monocle. John is currently in the air. (laughs) Fantastic, fantastic. (laughs) <laughs> yes, Jen is currently flying. Fantastic. And uh, Monocle has used his reaction, so you can just snipe them out. Yep, gonna do that. Johnny, I think, is now officially just at a point of not wanting, to, uh, just like, is he's over it. So I'm going to use Called Shot. Uh, that's a boost of five and also an attack of five. So that's a plus two boost. So that's <laughs> plus two boost airborne advantage. Agenda. I'm gonna say, I was like honestly, I'm gonna say plus two. I blew out a fucking tire. Well, that's more of a hinder than a boost. Oh, that's true. Um, blowing the tire will be the damage. The boost is that one of the bullets will be a it's in like it's in like kung fu cinema style. What you John can use one of the bullets as a step. I don't have a good name for it. I don't have a good name for this. <laughs> Skywalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. No, it hits a. It hits one of those. You know those uh, weird 
metal British signs, a bullet hits that and it just sort of flies into the air and happens to go perfectly horizontal so that John can jump off that and, and land on <laughs> Monocle's stupid fucking car. But also one of the bullets just just blasts into Monocle's dumb ass head. Not his head, probably his shoulder or some shit. Wait, the Monocle has not acted this turn? I thought he acted first. Oh, so it was only on the old turn. Yeah, that's why. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's a monocle. You see monocle, blood coming off his nose, head falling off, turns around at you, John Doe, steal the car racing. Guess what? Chicken butt. If there is no Travis, seriously, John Doe, if there is no Travis, you have nothing. So how about you destroy your black male and save a man's life? God damn it. <laughs> Can Travis hear this? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to yell out. Remember, Travis, I saved your life and drop the camera. You see Monocle shake his head like you have not removed the film already and shoots you with live and let die. So is one all Monocle's abilities James Bond films? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> well, uh, once again, I'll take this seven. No, wait, it's not seven. Okay. It's 11 damage. I will take it, but he's going to take the same amount. You're good. So tell us how that works. So... As mentioned, the sign came flying up. John takes the bullet and then kicks the sign into Monocle simultaneously, giving Monocle all that damage back. He's like, come on, Monocle. This is dragging on. I'm going to wreck the Lotus. Do not wreck the Lotus. (laughs) It's happening. Oh, damn it. You told me. You fucking told me. You told me I had to make a fucking choice. But that could not live in between. No. Felix told you that. I'm John Doe. Don't... Don't Felix me. Because I, you are exactly the kind of asshole that will say the same thing. You're right, and you're making a piss poor choice. You told me that I would either honor her and live, truly live, or that I should commit, and I committed. I pick the Empire, and I'll pick it again every single day. And he rises again, trembling. Now get the fuck out of my car. Oh no, wait, Sim. Uh, so he's gonna hand off to you. <laughs> and so, wearing all of this damage, I'm going to, once again though, start fighting him in the car, and just, and choosing an Empire is always the wrong choice. You're gonna take seven. You're gonna react? That's one damage coming your way. As long as he takes it. <laughs> yeah. I love how much it's him punching John Doe and John Doe just punching him again. Yeah, you're just styling. It's like you are mirror method. You're both using spy foo. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. It definitely does have big James Bond versus enemy super spy energy, and I love it. I just dangle each other. You made your choice. I made mine. Now get done with it. I intend to. And I'm going to look up at Highwayman. And that's how I pass to him. Yeah, he's at five. Held. 
Yeah, I'm gonna shoot him with a gun. <laughs> I heard that's pretty good. Yeah, it's not the elephant gun. This is Johnny pulling out his personal sidearm. And he, that little kit that I mentioned, he's attached like a sort of just like, I think it kind of looks like a silencer, but it's really just something to lengthen the barrel a little. He's just like, he's switched out a couple components basically between turns and there's a sight on it. So I'm going to use a call shot. So five to hit, but also you get a boost of eight, which I believe is a plus three. So the thing with life and let die is that he's defending with the mid and the damage goes to the people he attacked. That's four damage that is going to go to John Doe and one damage that is going to go to him. Well, fuck. Can you use the boost I just made for you to... I can't use boosts on it. There's a lot of like caveats with it. But um, as an important note, I'm in the red zone now. Things are about to get very, very scary for Monocle. Oh boy. It's the first time uh, I, I... I don't hate that. The Brock Sampson music is playing. Health-wise, I'm still in the green zone. <laughs> I'm I'm in yellow, but I'm just I just hit yellow. Basically, I'm at I'm at the top of yellow. So who you hand off to? I guess I'll hand a timeout so we can cut back to what's going on there. Yeah, and timeout is still going. What the fuck? And she cannot do anything, sir, because she's keeping the turn as a twist. So it's gonna go berserk here. So, Berserker, you are on the Mystic Realm with Termout. Oh, boy. <laughs> Berserker would like to get out of here. I would say you can, but do you want to? Because things are going very well with Monocle. Yeah. Do you want to stay here and wreck her shit? Because you can just step out and you appear right in front of the Lotus if you want. I, I was thinking about that or maybe like falling on the Lotus, but I I think I'll wreck her shit. Yeah, it seems like John Doe and Highwayman have it have it handled, at least Monocle. I, I, I should not. Yeah, Monocle is at four HP. Like. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to kind of hold her here with frontline fighting, making her to attack me next turn so she won't be able to get out. That's a clever one. Go for it. That's three damage, and she must attack me next turn. But she's probably just going to redirect the damage to me. Yeah, she's going to lose her reaction. So that's one damage going towards you. Dink. Dink. Yeah, and you must hand off to Monocle. Yeah. So Monocle looks towards the car, and is passing over the camera is, and... He, while fighting John Doe, he stretched his arm at high speed trying to catch the camera film and get the fuck out. And there's going to go be an overcome. Oh, crap. Is that a major twist? He, Yeah, so. Fuck yes. He knocks it right into John Doe's head. <laughs> and John, John Doe's just like, thanks, and punches him and just straight in the face. Yeah, he has to. Yeah, he has basically to choose between that or escaping. He has to escape, and he's basically he curses as he misses it, and then rolls over the car and starts running away from the scene. Yeah, so Monocle is out, but he's not out of the arc. It's good. He can still show up later with his four HP. Yeah, but I'm so I could have ah uh, we would have been in red zone next round, and I could have just murdered him. I. <laughs> Get in line. I was going to do the same. 
I agree with your command to the bot. I too would like to erase Monocle. <laughs> I fucking hate him so much. So he gives it to Berserkir. So Berserkir, continue dead wrecking. Dead wrecking. Yeah, this the frontline fighting because she couldn't attack me next turn because her turn was. Wait, I said. She... No, no, it's going to apply to her to her next action. So no matter what you do. Okay, okay. So I might as well just do a power. Uh, what else do I want? I know. I know. I'm going to. We're all in red. Yeah, it's now red. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So now. It contests record shit. I'm just going to ultimate weaponry. Use your max die. That bonus is persistent attack using your min. Okay, that's what I got to do. So that's a persistent exclusive boost three, I think, and damage eight on her with that three applied. Let's see how much she brings six back to you. I take three of that. She still has 37. I know. She has not been hit. Yeah. So who do you hand off to? I'm going to pick timeout. The portal opens and you land on top of the Lotus and you rack the front of the Lotus. And she's laying down, being punished by you. Highwayman... Uh, well, Highwayman is not here, but uh, John Doe is on the passenger seat at the front of the Lotus. And she turns around and sees the bicycle. And Travis keeps to desperate, keep from being crushed by the car. And she points a finger towards you. Wait, wait, I will just tell everyone. Then you don't have blackmail. How about that? Then it's useless for you to keep him alive. I'm going to just lead forward and I just saved his life twice. And I'm going to go have a little discussion with him. So uh, that's not going to work either, Chief. We're trying. And she tries to roll over Berserkir away from the top of her. So that's eight damage towards Berserkir. Eight damage. I take five of that unless somebody's got something. Wait, this is her only attack, and she's the only op- opposition right now. Yeah. I don't know. When it, when it says when multiple nearby heroes, does it have to be multiple? Or since this is a single target? I don't think it has. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and defend with a D8 and a D10 to seven to one. So I take one. Uh, next is John Doe. I'm going to use an overcome. To what? Hear me out. To grab. I'm jumping out of the Lotus because John Doe wrecks every car he's ever been in. <laughs> Scoop up Travis and deliver him to safety the whole time. Very calmly saying, now you've got Monocle and others after you. You need to play ball with me because you're in a lot of danger. And, I, and now you need me to keep you safe. Yeah, that's an overcome. All right. <laughs> because otherwise, Monocle will dress up as your grandma and kill you. I get, I don't know if either of my principles apply. I'd actually say principle of the team might because I'm saying this as an official representative. Oh, definitely. And I'm going to use intuition, conviction, and my status die. I got a 10. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine, 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 fine. I'll get the financial hounds off your back. I'll use the, the power of the city to back you up. Thank you. Just get me, get me safe. <laughs> I take him to like, because we've said Warzone London, to a 
friendly police uh, to a friendly military cordon, which, you know, I'm sure there's like one. Uh, are you sure? Because no, you're right. Absolutely not. Where can I take? I would take him somewhere safe that John Doe would know is safe. Yeah. You're going to take to the embassy, to the Chilean embassy. Yeah, I take him to the Chilean embassy, give him a little kiss on the forehead and run back. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and next is Highwayman. Yeah, what's going on? I got Travis Allen on our side. Uh, the other two are back in real space. The other two being uh, Bezerkir and, and and what's her name? A timeout. Timeout. Yes. Okay. Is this still an active initiative situation? Hmm. What do you mean? Like, what is, are we still? Are we still in a combat scene? What's like? Are yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the problem now is just timeout. Yes. Yes. Okay. Just Denny's. And we're in red now, yeah? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to attack. I'm just going to use unerring strike. Go for it. That's an eight to attack. Okay, that's eight. She's at 29. And who you hand off to as we advance? I'm going to give it to Bezerkir because they have been have been working on this, this jerk for a while and they deserve it. Okay, I'm going to use ultimate weaponry. Well, I don't know, maybe power strike. She's at like 20 health, though. How many rounds do we have left? We have one. Yeah. Just this one or the next one? I think uh, the next one. Okay. And I can only use one. Yeah, yeah, it's an exclusive boost. That's right. Yeah, power strike. Straight up DPs. Oh, dang it. I didn't apply the plus three. I hit entrance at a shift. So I was going to apply that plus three. So that's uh, another eight damage on her. And she has the reaction again. So... So she defends five of them and go back to you. All right. Which you reduced to two now. Yeah. Uh, who you give to? Highwayman. Is Highwayman acted? I forget. Or is this a new round? No, it's a new round. You're the first. Yeah. Highwayman. I mean, we're just wailing on her at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use the same thing. Same ability. It's an eight again. And that's eight that you get. It's at 18 now. Do you give to her or John Doe? I mean, I'm going to go ahead and give it to John Doe. If we're if we're wailing on her, let's wail on her. Yeah, John Doe, go. John Doe bounces in over a rooftop and is just going to do a flying kick from the rooftop. I'm using unerring strike reflavored, but we're just going to go for that big old max. Uh, let's see. Uh, nine. Nine damage, same way as the other. Yeah, she's at nine. I also I need to throw this in there. I forgot to uh, I forgot it was Max and and Min uh, on my last one. So it's actually uh, she is down at eight now because I forgot to add that one. OK, just a guy. I'm going to tell on him. Everyone will know he'll be removed from his position on the city. And now you have your own the favor of a wonker without a job who might not even be on the country. Cannot win this. I win. He really thinks he's going to lose his job for going on a date with someone who the media is clearly going to paint as a supervillain. If you say that, I'm going to tell that he's been selling information to Red Wedge. They're going to remove it because they will be working with the anarchists. Do you really want the Snatcher to walk free? Because if you do, you can just say that. What is this? That has anything to do with the Snatcher. <laughs> John Doe is going to just without his help. I can't let the, the snatcher goes to 
And I'm like leaning and whispering as we're fist fighting without his help. The snatcher goes somewhere else instead of where she should go to get punished. Which she probably walks. Yeah. So what? Let her walk. I worry about the future of England, not uh, about that dry cunt. Yay. Didn't you hear the fucking time traveler? If snatcher walks, we go into World War Three. How many more people have to die? My man here is worried about time travelers. Then someone else will time travel back and change it. If it were that easy, everyone would just time travel back and solve everything. But clearly it's not. How do you know it's not that easy? Because then we live in a beautiful utopia where the Snatcher never want to come into being. But we don't. And so we have to make things work. My man here completely forgetting that the people that could start World War III is not the Snatcher. It's not this time traveling. It's whoever can start it at any moment. My man, maybe, should start worrying about stopping them, no matter what happens to the Snatcher. Or do you need a time traveler to tell you that this is a good idea? Then I'm a time traveler. Go get them. And do you really want to walk around with the knowledge that you are the one who made the Snatcher go free? Do you want to be the one which let the city get off the hook? Because the Snatcher did most of her harm to the world through the city. Destroying the city is way more important than the Snatcher. Are you fucking high? The city must burn. You can burn the city whenever you want. You only got one shot at this. Well, and I'm taking it now. And she's going to attack you. John Doe is frothing at the mouth. (laughs) So that's 13 damage against you. Well, Ludo, that's going to knock me out, but we're going to (laughs) trade. So both of you just take each other out. So what happens? (laughs) <laughs> that a karmic strike double punch to the face yusuke Urameshi, uh style yeah it is absolutely the perfect anime like both of them throw a jab that knocks the other out now 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 hang on john what are you at i'm at 11 okay uh this is a new round yes no it's not no it's not fuck okay i was gonna try and use my defend on you well i could but that just punch to the face is just too good to end on (laughs) oh yeah it's the perfect close yeah as both of you are taking out and and the scene is over and there is still time to go back to the show But John Doe is out. So what do you do? Uh, do you <laughs> do you bring him? <laughs> but the weekends at Bernie's. <laughs> Queen of England, him in the show. Yes, I think that. God damn it! Knowing Johnny, he has a small like i mean just sort of first aid kit on him and he does like he like sort of gets down next to john and starts patching him up as best he can given the given the circumstances and the equipment um i think fully knowing that the show is about to start he is just like i think he is he is annoyed about this but he gets down and and starts trying to patch up john just a little bit enough to kind of bring him back to 
abstracted consciousness. Is there a move for that? Like a yeah, it's the it's take the breather. Everyone goes back to the previous track at one. Uh yeah, uh, at maximum. So they will be back at maximum of red, and uh, both of you too. So I was in the yellow zone still. I was also in yellow. Uh, so you both go to the top of green, so you get the full heal. I go to uh, the top of. I go to the top of yellow. Yeah. So basically, you sacrifice watching the rest of the show to recover. Yep. And you are in the middle of the road with a wrecked Lotus and uh, the red bicycle that was stolen. I get the bicycle back to the guy, even though it's probably really damaged right now. Yeah, it's not looking good. I'm trying to decide if this is the moment. Is she is she is she unconscious or is she dead? She's taken out. She's you decide what to do with her. She did not try to get away. So John Doe wouldn't want to kill her because John Doe respects her fucking optimism. Yeah, I don't know if Johnny does respect that optimism. I think after this kind of like patching up scene, he just um, I think he is visibly he has the sidearm out. It's the same. uh, The one you put in the uh, that that is a uh, button line special. Yeah, um, so he's removed the the attachment for the stock, um, and it's just a a very long revolver. And he is staring, I think, kind of expressionless at timeout, and he's just sort of spinning the, the, what's it called? Cylinder? Yeah, looking basically like straight at her, just completely expressionless, completely silent. And Berserkir step in? That's a good question, because Berserkir is pretty much in a rage, and... I mean, nobody's in a rage because, again, you skipped going back to the to the event so that you could have exactly a downtime scene to heal. Yeah. So you had a downtime scene to heal, literally. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and I think just I mean, like there is just no expression whatsoever as I think Johnny stands and doesn't he doesn't hold the revolver at her. Um, he just very quietly says, what are we doing with this one? As John Doe's coming back around, still a little punch drunk. She's fighting for her home. We're fighting for everyone else's homes. I know. I'm not okay with us killing the kid. Not really a kid. Just not. I'm not okay with us killing her. I don't like that I have to blackmail a man to get that, let alone... Every other step that we're making, we. <sighs> well, I, I take her jacket off and um, I don't know the rivers. Like I don't, the only river I know is the Thames and I don't even know where that is in relation to anything, <laughs> but I guess I'll throw it in the, the river so she doesn't have her jacket anymore. Does that seem to be the source of her power? I, I agree. I think as as that is happening, Johnny makes just very like dedicated eye contact with John. And I don't think anyone else would be able to see it. But his eyes kind of lose that just incredibly hard sort of steely quality. They soften up a little bit and uh, probably not in a way that I think anyone else would hear the hammer. He uncocks the hammer on the on the pistol and uh, sticks it in a holster. Um and just very, just a, a very, very small nod. And he turns away and 
starts walking off and says, I'll see y'all back at the hotel. As he does, he has a cigar. We still got to figure out what to do with... I'll figure it out. How can I... I mean, I can always just dramatically inconvenience you. We just did. I mean, I can I can dramatically inconvenience her more, but... Yeah. I think that's the only way we can deal with this. It's going to come out eventually. Hopefully we can strike while the iron's hot before the... Berserk here. Why has life always got to be this hard? Uh, I really don't know. You know what? It's like a thousand years ago, we were all digging in the dirt while being stepped on by the people up above. And now we're just playing on computers being stepped on by people up above. It's always the people up above. By the people up above. Isn't it always? All right. John Doe's going to pick her up. Let's figure out what to do. Why don't we just tie her up and keep her in the hotel for a bit? Or that would be... Kidnapping. Yes. But... That's not the most crime we've done today. <laughs> I think it probably ranks on the near the bottom. All right. Let's figure it out as we go. So, yeah. You come out with the back, and you can see the man scratches his beard, looking in pain at the state. It is... On and too polite not to say anything. Oh, good, you get covered. Thanks. Uh, is the guy fine? Blog seemed a bit uh, discomposed. He's fine now. Yes, I think. Well, uh, do you want a pamphlet? And you see that the papers that he's distributing. John, do you recognize the symbol? It is the symbol of the people from the Lucas plan. And it seems to be some pamphlet going on about protesting against the actions against the people in Liverpool and in Bristol and talking about how the people are now striking on Northshire and appealing for popular support. So you get that this man is with the luckies. You know what? Solidarity forever, my friend. Solidarity. And I'm going to take one. And I'll take thanks for the back. Anyway, I. I, I'm waiting for the end of the show. I don't. Yes, so are we. Don't know if I can take you for drinks or something. I don't know. We got stuff to deal with. Yeah, we'll catch up though. What's your name? Uh, name's Jeremy. It's a good name. Just, I'm usually around here. I have, I am doing some trade organizing for the people in the city trying to, you know, represent the luckies. Yeah. Hey, people like you, you're doing the real work out here. All right, we'll catch up with you, Jeremy. See you around. And you can, as we walk away, you can hear the ringing on the bicycle and the, the sound and the wheel of wheel is spinning. And then you can hear the wheel falling off the bike. <laughs> oh, damn.
Crimson Gold Agonies is an associate of Court Games and D20 Radio. Joaquin Jarve, aka Berserkir, is played by Brand Torreson. They can be found at Copper Credit almost everywhere. Check out their other podcasts, Splinters of Jade and L5R Thriller Actual Play. They are available for editing work. Message them for rates. Johnny Jennings, aka The Highwayman, is played by Sam Sedlachse. They can be found at SGCA Delaysec on Instagram and Young Space Dead on Twitter. They are largely impressive. John Doe is played by Bradley Handler. You can follow him at Judge the Barbarian on Twitter or as co-writer on Split Roll, where he screams his opinions at you. Ludo handles the rest. You can find them at The Lettle and more of her stuff as Agonizing Crimson at Itchio or co-writing Split Roll. Sentinel Comics RPG is the property of Greater Than Games and designed in collaboration with Critical Hits. Crimson Gold Agonies is possible through the support of listeners like you. You can support us on Patreon or even better, you can review us on iTunes and you can spread the word because there is no better way to get into a podcast because a friend told us about it.